Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is that you are listening to us. This is uh, your buddy JR from How Sweet the Sounds, also known as Joycelyn Rose, here with uh, another opportunity to share uh, good, valuable information for our yes. community. Today we have snatched Pastor G for a few <laughs> minutes. You Snatch. Know. Y'all make it sound, that makes it sound so just so just not good so okay, real <laughs> so okay let me fix it we have managed to arrange an appointment with pastor g for a limited amount of time oh, no, so praising god we're going to actually share information with him and with a woman who holds a special place in my heart mm-hmm. Dr. Lorraine C. Blackman, who mm-hmm. is an associate associate professor emeritus from the IU School of Social Work, and she is the CEO of African American Family Life Education Institute. And as you can tell, she has a passion for people. Just yes. from those titles alone, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can tell that. Welcome. Thank you. We're so happy to have you here with us. And just uh, because everyone needs to know why I'm so impressed. Give us a little bit of information about why you're here today. I have no idea why you're so impressed, but I can tell you why I'm here. Okay. I'm, I'm here well, after you get done talking, they're going to know, right? Absolutely. There'll be no uh, doubt. I'm here today because Pastor G invited me, and when he invites me to do just about anything, uh, I'm on. Okay. We share a passion not only oh, for people, but for African-American people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and their struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're all about building people's potential, Mm -hmm. um, and we see so much untapped potential in our community. So I know he's about tapping potential, helping people to live their very best lives, and I am too. So, again, when he asks me to do something, I'm probably going to do it. And Lord help me if LaWanda asks me. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Just for those of you who do not know who LaWanda is, that's the woman, the the power behind the throne. That is... uh, Sister Lawanda Gurton, yes. Sister G, is and she was my student okay. at IU School of Social Work before I even met Pastor G. Okay, so yeah, that's why I'm especially susceptible to her asking me to do anything. <laughs> and it, when they ask you together, you might as well. well I, haven't, I haven't been hit with them together. Thank oh, goodness. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we have to sometimes we have to coordinate our schedules to make sure we can get to people <laughs> at, at the, the same, same time. Yeah. Uh, It it can be scary. It can be scary. We are here uh, to talk about a subject that should be near and dear to all of our hearts. Should be. Even if it's not. It is. You just don't know it yet. We're here to talk about where do we go from here, chaos or community. Thank you, Dr. Blackman, for that title. Well, it's actually Dr. King's title. Uh, It's a title of a sermon he worked on starting in about 1957. And it was the title of his very last book before he was killed. Oh. And if he had lived to today, it would still be a working title. It is. And so I think God spoke to me. I was wondering what we would entitle this conversation, and that's what God gave me. So it's still relevant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's start where at the beginning. Because... What, what exactly are we talking about as when we say community? What, what, what does that mean? 
Well, we have a, a working definition in the set of slides that, uh, that I've shared. Communities are groups of people who organize themselves for a purpose. They might be in the same geographic location and they might not. But when they come together, there are some things that they are supposed to accomplish. They are, they're not organized around a purpose just to say we're organized around a purpose. They really are life and death purposes. And we'll talk about that in a, in a minute. As can, compared can to I, a committee. Yeah, can I, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I do. It, it, we've been in the context, we talked about marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know we had this this uh, uh, this conundrum, if you will, because people assumed that the organization that we were representing at the time, which was the Indiana Healthy Marriage and Family Coalition, mm-hmm. uh, was about forcing people to be married, mm. and we had to help them to understand that we weren't about marriage we were about healthy marriage yes because i would argue that there's community but not necessarily healthy community absolutely gang is a family absolutely it's not a healthy one exactly but when you're looking for the components the basic fundamental components of family Mm -hmm. they represent that to some people absolutely and so the basic elements of community are here Mm mm-hmm they just may not be, they may not represent a healthy Right, and so that's, that's the chaos mm-hmm. that's in the title of this mm-hmm. piece uh, for today and in Dr. King's work. And, and if you could see the slides that we're working with. Uh, oh, they can see them on that, Thursday, that, by the way, Thursday, Thursday, there's Thursday. A, there's a picture of a train wreck. Mm-hmm. So imagine a train that has been rolling down the, 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 the rails, uh, every train in, in line, every train with its own purpose. Right. There's an engine, there's an engineer, there's a caboose, there are car, cars in the middle. But then something happens. Mm-hmm. Right. Some, it might be something with the train itself. It might be something mm-hmm. with the rails. The rails mm-hmm. might buckle, a tree might be. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. the cars come off the rails. Right, mm. right. And everybody knows that whenever there's a train wreck, it doesn't take one person no. to try to put up, up upright all the cars, yeah, put, it all back put them back on the rails, yeah. fix the rails, and get the train mm-hmm. to its destination. Mm-hmm. So when there is a train wreck, you know automatically you've got to call in a major crew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. even if it's a passenger trade, the passengers are going to have to participate, mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. people off right. the, off and taking care of first aid. It's right. going to take a major crew to get it back on the tracks mm-hmm. and to its yeah. destination. The, all communities are like, or can be like, gotcha. this community mm-hmm. is gotcha. like a train wreck. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of chaos. Things are out of order. Mm-hmm. Things are out of balance. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of adequate leadership, mm-hmm. whether it's in families mm-hmm. or in the community as a whole mm-hmm. or in organizations in the community. We've got a wreck going, and that's not good, bad, or ugly. It's yeah. just true. Yeah. And so we know we've got to bring a major crew to bear mm-hmm. on what's going on here. Can I, can I, can I you know, a sort of uh, inject into the conversation the reality that the aftermath mm. 
is not always is is not as well is much more obvious mm-hmm. than the cause. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can we be clear about that? Absolutely. Yes. And I think that at times we can be so over, so overwhelmed yes. by the aftermath yes. that we are to some degree underwhelmed by the cause. And therefore we have left ourselves susceptible to uh, everything gets back on the tracks we move a little further and there's another train yeah because yeah well we we, we get we got the big stuff done mm-hmm. but we didn't pay attention to the deep the little thing mm-hmm. and you have to put it all back together right or somebody could die again right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> so it's not help not hopeless but we have to understand this is serious yeah. and when we when we when we talk about why this is an important conversation it's because every day we're bringing new babies yes into this train wreck mm-hmm. and trying to rear them to be happy mm-hmm. healthy productive right. adults right not possible because all the things that they need for that goal aren't present right in a train wreck right could mm-hmm. be present but they're not. And so those of you who've, who've worked with me around parenting know I often snap my fingers and say, like a clock ticking, mm-hmm. time is passing for those babies. Mm-hmm. So every minute that we waste mm-hmm. not getting the train back on track mm-hmm. is time in that child's life that we cannot recover. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So this is urgent to me. Yes. This is urgent and, work and to let's, me. And let's say this, too. Again, I guess, again, I'm just this experiential guy that's on the side, hearing what you're saying and, and just sort of trying to translate it so that anyone who's listening to this can understand my reality right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And here's my reality. We have to some degree normalize the, the wreck. Yes. We have it to some degree. Let's just say, you know, I remember, uh, I remember uh, going to a park. And they had a caboose on some tracks connected to nothing. My. <laughs> and, and, and so it, it, it had all of the Potential? representative pieces and parts to be what it was created to mm-hmm. be, but it wasn't connected mm-hmm. to uh-huh. nothing. Mm-hmm. And so you know what we did? We played on it. That. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We played games mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Because we knew it wasn't, it wasn't going, going nowhere. See, <laughs> you know, you know that preach, Pastor. You know, yeah. somebody write yes, that down. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'm fighting. This is the good fight that I'm fighting, and that is not to not to memorialize or not to muse, you know muse, museumalize. I don't know. Let's make up a word. <laughs> okay. Let's not not make a museum or a plaything. Mm-hmm. Out of what is clearly dysfunctional. Yes. yes. Right? If we were to really analyze it. Clearly. I saw a car in the back of somebody's house. It was a picture. And I said, isn't it interesting that once someone doesn't use a thing for its intended purpose any longer. Yeah. They begin to lay clothes on it to yes. dry. Yes. They begin to use it for storage. Yes. Okay. They that begin would be the saga of the treadmill. Yeah, exactly. Once you once you no longer use it, it for what it was intended, yes. it gets used. Yes. And I want y'all to know, I want y'all to be clear what we're talking about. We're talking about community, 
community has a use, has a function. Absolutely. It has a purpose. Absolutely. It has potential. It has power. Yes. Yes. Right? It has dunamis. It's like dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yes. If, 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 if placed in the proper context Absolutely. and positioned appropriately, it can, even in the Powerful. bush, it can render generational blessings Absolutely. as opposed to generational curses. Absolutely. But I think we have, you know, like I said, normalized or maybe even made hospice this thing train wreck. that yeah. really mm-hmm. needs to be fixed. And we mm-hmm. even have, have systematized it Absolutely. and created a system to support the, the wreck, wreck. The dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. as opposed to saying you know what I had a ticket to Philly and I want to get there and I want to get there I'm going to sit here no 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 if you're supposed to be in Philly mm-hmm. we need to get this fixed yes because I want to get there right every child that's born is born with a purpose yeah. Absolutely. And they're born into a family mm-hmm. that is supposed to support that purpose mm-hmm. every family member mm-hmm. has a purpose right a God-given purpose. But if they don't have a community around them, it's like leaving them alone out in the bush. Uh, children are not meant to be just laid in the bush yeah. to fend for themselves. They'll die. They'll die physically. They'll die emotionally. Certainly yeah. they'll die spiritually. Yeah. But we've got to equip the adults around them to rear them. Yes. And then they need a community around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody who came none of the settlers who came from the east coast to indiana mm-hmm. came here by themselves mm-hmm. they came in groups they came in, in in communities they knew that they needed each other in order to survive here in what was called the northwest territory yeah, yes. you you okay. you're, you're too smart not to get into some of the you you're the brains behind this operation today <laughs> you're too smart to not give us some of the data and some of the research and some of that that about what makes a whole community well we've got a slide and i want to i look forward to the conversation on on thursday so we can talk about what the neighbors here think are functional parts of this community and which ones aren't mm-hmm. so for instance and this this comes from a standard text that i that i use in, in in some of my classes for instance all communities all communities have an economic function mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're supposed to produce and distribute businesses mm-hmm. is that happening here mm-hmm. oh yeah we live in a we live in a food, goods and services for the survival of the community one of the things that's lacking here is a way to produce food I know that there's a, a church nearby that has a food garden, but that's one church. You've got about 12,000 people in just this neighborhood, the Unwa neighborhood. Mm-hmm. One church can't provide enough food from a food garden. So how is this community without a grocery store going to produce and distribute food? Mm-hmm. Most, of, basic. most of the yeah. people who live in this community are between 18 and 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Most have at least a high school education. Some have college education. But unemployment is also very high. Mm-hmm. You have a large component. About a third of the people who live here are senior citizens, people over 65. Mm-hmm. So how do you get food to the people, the 12,000 people in this community, mm-hmm. the 
unemployed people who, you know, can't just go on Amazon.com and have it delivered by UPS to their house. How do you get that done? And even if you have food being produced in the neighborhood, if you had people growing and canning food, freezing food, how do you get it? from that production site to the people who need it. Mm -hmm. Even if you had Meals on Wheels deliver food here to the Mm -hmm. epicenter, Mm -hmm. how do you get people here? Mm -hmm. About a thousand people in this neighborhood do not have transportation. Don't have a personal car. Mm -hmm. Got some of them in here right now. Yeah. Some are here right now. They have to walk or ride a bike or something like that just to get here. Exactly. And when I I used to consult with folks in Washington around this sort of thing, they, they said, well, people can walk at least a mile to what? a bus line, they mm. they think that if if there's if there's at least you know j- just a just a mile between you and a bus line, that's not bad. If you it ain't raining, a, if it ain't snowing, or if you're no, in they a don't. Safe, safe they they figure if they if their ancestors walked from Philadelphia, they to doing Indiana, a lot of they thinking the whole they doing a lot of thinking for us. Well, then, then then if you're not willing to walk that mile to the bus line, they say you're lazy. Okay, so again. It, 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 and there and there were no gang territories. Well, I guess you could call, well, it, Indi- no you could call the Indians the the gang territory. But, but they they don't understand. There are no sidewalks in some no of these areas. No lights. Uh, there are, there are barriers to trying to get from place to place, especially with children or if you're on a walker. But again, if you're within a mile of a bus line, they don't see that that's a problem. So, within this neighborhood, how do you get? people connected to food even if there was food right here mm-hmm. wow how do you do that that that's that's just that's point just number start, one just start there yeah services like child care we were talking mm-hmm. earlier about people applying for jobs but mm-hmm. are there daycare services mm-hmm. in this neighborhood mm-hmm. and and services that they can afford this blew my mind when i looked at the data more than half of the people in unwa earn between zero Wow. And $25,000 a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Zero to $25,000 right. a year. A large segment are between zero and $10,000 a year. Wow. So there's a lady here taking job applications right now. But if you're ch- caring for a child, how do you get child care for those children? That's a barrier that this community needs to take care of. Right. Okay? So Part we could go the down rate. the list. The, the community is responsible for socializing adults and children mm-hmm. in the ways of this world. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how, how does the world operate? How do you operate in it? young lady just said she had someone come in for a job, applicate, job interview the other day. She had a do-rag on, and mm. she reeked of weed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Now she for, was. Wait, excuse me. For a job interview, she came in for a job interview. Okay, just with check. a do rag, and reeking of weed. Mm-hmm. Now the ways of this world say, since we don't control the economy, we need mm-hmm. to figure out how do you apply for a job appropriately. One of the major barriers to employment in Indiana mm-hmm. is the inability to pass drug tests. Mm-hmm. Right. Alcohol and weed. Right. Okay. So if this community is going to get up, it's mm-hmm. got to figure out how can we participate in the economy. We've got to socialize people in how to dress. The young lady said so she had to tell the applicant, go home, mm-hmm. take the do rag off, mm-hmm. comb your hair, mm-hmm. put on some appropriate jeans, right. put on a t shirt that doesn't show much of your flesh, mm-hmm. and then come back but come back drug-free. 
Right. Mm. She said, we can't hire you if right. you're not drug-free. That's socializing, and that's teaching. That's teaching grown-ups mm-hmm. mm-hmm. how to dress for success, how to prepare for a job interview. Mm-hmm. But the young lady also told her, I have to smoke weed because it makes me forget my problems. Wow. We live in a community of people who have been traumatized from generation to generation. generation. So we have a lot of anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And, and Weed so helps nobody's, with that. Nobody's suggesting that this is not true, that you, that it's you don't need. It's just part of the train wreck. It's just, right, it's part of the train yes. wreck that is heavy on our community right yes. now. Jobs are here. Employers are desperately seeking. Mm-hmm. But we have a major barrier. How do you show up for an interview, dressed appropriately, and pass the drug test. Yeah. Okay? She said the young lady had sprayed a lot of Every cologne. Every time it comes, I'm sorry. Every time the drop comes. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and drug, drug screens come randomly. Randomly. Right. Okay? Yes, at the time of application, but randomly. And it's for your own safety. Uh, I have a friend who worked at one of the factories, and as the machine was coming down to cut some steel, he, 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 was, t- he was laughing at a joke. And when he should have been pulling his hands back, he put them in, lost eight fingers. My oh, God. Wow. If you're on mind-altering substances, uh-huh. whether right. it's alcohol, Prozac, right. weed, you could lose your fingers. You could lose your life yeah. or make someone else lose their life, much right. less uh, mess up the production line. Yeah. So it's for your own safety and, of course, the company's liability. But we have to teach our people. Why are these things in, in place? You and I were just talking earlier about the need for ID. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you need ID? Where right. do you get ID? How yeah. do you pay for ID? How do you get transportation to get ID? That's, and there's such an education component to that. Exactly. Because so Socialization. Many people don't understand that nobody's trying, you know, if, if this is about you getting the help that you need, meeting the need that you need to meet. If, if not smoking weed helps you take care of your kids, if the need is great enough, you got to do whatever it takes exactly. to exactly. get there. Exactly. Right. This whole exactly. idea of I don't want you in my business and I don't want you. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you don't want me in your business. You will, you will have no business at that. Well, but we're going to be in your business one way or the other. One way or the other. Yeah. CPS will be there. The police will be there. You know, they're, 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 that's not how the system works. That's right. not how the world works. Right. Right. So again, socializing children and adults to how the world works, wow. how, to, how to fit into it so you can get your, get your business taken care of. And not the way you want it to work. Because yes. many times what uh, the medication you're using tells you is, I can make the world work the way I want it to work. And that's well, the, the lie of addiction. Of, <laughs> that is the lie of addiction. The rest of the world says no. Yeah, yeah. And, and we've got a lot of, of misery yes. in the state of Indiana. That's why our opioid addiction is so high. Yes. So we understand that we also need to deal with the mental health mm-hmm. issues of our people mm-hmm. so they can stop using the mind-altering substances and get into the work world so they can make their dreams come true mm-hmm. and take care of their children. Before you go, because I know you got a lot. You got a lot. I wanted That's to talk about one more, and then we'll, we'll delay the rest of this till Thursday. Uh, the... Uh, trauma, mm-hmm. you know, song, y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Yeah. Those lyrics, y'all going to make me go insane or something uh, like that, up, up in, in here, here mm-hmm. up in here. Y'all going to make me act a fool. Act a fool. Because uh, we have a train wreck in our heads. Yeah, there's so much yeah. truth 
And, and it's not, this is, I'm not saying there's so much excuse. It's no. just true. I'm saying there's so much truth yes. to the reality, you know, of a 90-some-odd-year-old woman living in this community who says, Pastor G, I was finally able to sleep last night for the first time in months because I didn't hear gun firecrackers going off. Well, I had, had, a, had a woman when I had a private practice in Nashville call me. She said, I just watched Oprah, and she was talking about child sexual trauma, and I realized she was a woman in, you know, mm-hmm. in her 60s. She said, I just realized I was raped as a child, wow. and I hadn't, I'd been trying not to think about it, but I watched Oprah. So we had to make an emergency appointment for uh-huh. her to come in and start getting some help yeah. for childhood sexual trauma in her 60s. Yeah. Okay. A lot of us are walking around with traumatized sexual trauma from uh-huh. childhood, being raped in our neighborhoods, domestic violence, yeah. burying our children, uh-huh. you know, watching our men go off to prison. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're about to lose being our minds. Coming out of prison. Yeah. And, yeah. and him yeah. being socialized on how to be back in society and be another part of Well, part and of the having family. been dogged out. Yeah. In the in the, in the prison, yeah. and and many men don't want to talk about what happened no. in there, but that's trauma that keeps them from connecting with the people they love. Trauma, and, and, and we haven't talked about us. we haven't talked about the silent the, the, the silence that we have um, sort of uh, personified on our yes. young people who are traumatized, and because yes. we're adults and we can kind of. You know, our brains are not as much jello, so we can kind of deal with it. But this child who sees the exact same thing is not processing it no. the same way that I'm processing exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we think the teacher ought to deal with it when they get to school. Well, the yeah. teachers aren't trained to do that. They're yeah. not mental health professionals. They're there to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. Mm-hmm. But children of trauma can oftentimes look like a child with ADHD. Mm-hmm. So the teacher says, put them on some medication. Maybe I can deal with them then. But it doesn't deal with why that child the, is yeah, bouncing the off the walls. The root of it. Yeah. yeah. As well yeah. as the fact that the child um, doesn't have the coping skills. No. And we the brain as, development it hasn't progressed enough. And we as adults perpetrate what we were taught what goes on in our house stays in our house so we prevent the child from reaching out for the help to people who could get the child help because we're so private another part of the train wreck but the the business in the house doesn't stay in the house no it does not it's out here in the streets in unwa the vast majority of juvenile crime is committed by 15 to 17-year-olds. Wow. But there's also a segment, about 25% of them, 12 to 14. My Lord. Okay? So you're hungry, you're angry at home, Mm -hmm. and you have access to guns and somebody Mm -hmm. who will pay you to do little tasks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now your business, your hurt and Mm -hmm. hungry child, is now a menace in the community. Most of the juvenile crime in the community, I guess fortunately, is property crime, stealing, Mm -hmm. one thing or another. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not violent crime, although there is some of that among children. So your business is not going to stay in your house. The bullying that we see at school 
is usually a result of a child who is angry about what's happening at home and in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. The guns that show up at school are the guns they think they need to protect themselves Mm -hmm. because there are no men around. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up a very long time ago, we used to say, my daddy's going to beat you up. Mm -hmm. And daddy was at home and we figured, you know, my daddy could go beat you up and you could leave me alone. Or my daddy could beat up your daddy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they've scooped up our daddies. Mm -hmm. They've scooped up our daddies. Mm -hmm. And so the kids feel... You know, it's just mom and me or grandmother and me. I got to take care of myself. Or I need to take care of my grandmother. And I need to take care of my grandmother. And so oftentimes they're raising kids, a sibling. We have kids getting their first gun at nine years old. Yeah, my ridiculous. God. Nine years old. Now, who, who you gonna, who, who's going to spank a, a, a nine-year-old boy with a gun who's angry? <laughs> I know who's okay. not. Now, you know, we used to be able to call the men in the, the neighborhood police. and say, this boy's acting a fool. He's got a knife over here. And the yeah. men would come, take the knife, deal with the boy. Yeah. But they've scooped up the yeah. men. And left the police. Yeah. And say, y'all deal with it. And the and police like, are afraid of them. So yeah. they just Shoot kill them. them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. These are things that we need to wrestle with in our own community. So the, the last thing I want to talk about about community for today is social control. Mm-hmm. Every community needs to, to teach each other what are the rules for living here. Mm-hmm. Okay? At what time of night do you need to stop playing your music so everybody can go to sleep and be ready to go to work tomorrow? It's not about us getting in your business. It's that we've got business to do tomorrow and we have to get some sleep. Children need to go to bed so they can get you know to school the next functional. day. What about trash in the neighborhoods? Um, we dealt with another neighborhood on the east side, and when they had a trash collection day, we finally got the city to come out. Mm-hmm. They brought dumpster truck after dumpster truck after dumpster truck of trash mm-hmm. that the neighbors were not able to collect. But it was trash that the neighbors had put out there, mm-hmm. trash that, you know, if you, if you say, I, I, I haul junk, I go haul your junk, but then I put it in the alley mm-hmm. behind That's my mama's house else. so I don't have to pay the, 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 the dump fee. fee. Mm-hmm. So we got thousands of tons, not thousands of pounds, but thousands of tons of trash from the neighborhood. So can the neighborhood set some rules mm-hmm. that they enforce over here? Mm-hmm. What are the unwar rules mm-hmm. here about noise and trash and decorum? Right. Okay? That's right. social control. And if the neighborhood takes care of it, you don't need to call the police. Mm-hmm. Okay? I got an uh-huh out of him over there. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to talk. Yeah. So th- those are the kinds of things that communities are supposed to do for themselves, but you can't do it if everybody's so depressed, so nervous, so high, mm-hmm. so hungry. Mm-hmm. So that's why we've got all of the, this, this, this energy now wrapping around the UNWAC community, and I, I, I salute you for... Paying attention. You could have come as a new pastor and just mounted your pulpit, done your thing, and gone home. Mm-hmm. But I, I applaud you for seeing the potential here and trying to bring it out Bless of the people. Bless you. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but I, I'm, absolutely. we got to leave it alone now. Now, let me just, uh, let's just be real. You're going to be back Thursday. Yeah. And you have your full presentation that you're going to do, uh, and we want to make sure that there is an audience here. I'm going to flip this around as I talk about this. Uh, we want to make sure uh, that there is an audience here. Uh, this, is, this is probably one of the most important and pivotal conversations we're going to have at the tent. 
mm-hmm. uh, because it is about community, mm-hmm. and this is a community, a community that is that hurting. that ha- that is yeah that is, is hurting, hurting yeah, uh, but a community that has the elements absolutely mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It, absolutely. it may not be in order, but the elements are I'm here. Yes, uh, and we've seen little diamonds. Absolutely. And little glimpses Absolutely. of that community. Absolutely. We've seen it here. Um, and we just need to continue to fight, the, again, the good fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, what's the word for it? Um, build the capacity to sustain yeah. what we see. Because we talked about the urban servant leadership Absolutely. piece, which Absolutely. means to do the work that we're doing, the community has to understand that to be a servant leader in a space like this, is not easy no. to and, sustain it. You need and a balance. leader has to have followers. This is their house. This is Unwa's house. Mm-hmm. We're coming here to help Unwa get Correct. its house Correct. in order. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if Unwa will will allow us to wrap our arms around them, we're willing to to lead. Right. But if they're too tired, too yeah. beat down, then we cannot simply put right. them on our shoulders and carry them yeah it's like having a ball and chain around your ankle and so you're trying to move forward yeah but you got something that's kind of holding you back yeah sounds like we might need some addictions groups here like aa naca and when you go and you google and you look for that in this area it's not here i I work with folks in the recovery community Mm -hmm. and they are dedicated to giving back so if that's a need and people are willing to come Mm -hmm. all they need is a space okay and And they will show up it's free and some of y'all know we had a testimony like that Uh we we had a drugs deal that went bad Mm -hmm. and in the process we were able to identify this young girl who came crying Mm -hmm. pastor g i need help I don't want to be where I am. I don't like not having it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the people that I'm around, but I don't know which way to go. She even thinks that God is not hearing her wow. because she's praying, help me. Well, and what we're we trying to do is to be an answer to that prayer. Here we are. Here we are. But when, if, if, if it's N-A, C-A, whatever A they need, if they show up, folk need to come. We started a group like that at our church in Nashville where my, my husband was pastoring. And they told us, you know, it's going to take a while before anybody comes. Sixty people showed up Mm -hmm. the first night. Mm -hmm. Women, men, and the women brought their little children. Mm -hmm. There was a 10,000-person housing project across the street just riddled with drugs. So 60 people came that first night, and they sustained that group even after we left, Mm -hmm. called the Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. So if we started, it's not hard to start because the recovery community wants to help. Yeah. But then the community who lives in Unwa needs to come yeah. and take part. Yeah. And that and so what you're saying there, that's your invitation yeah. talk yes. right there. Yeah. She's basically helping Where you to we understand. Go from here? If we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna talk about community. The community needs to talk about community. We don't have somebody coming from another community talking about what our community needs right. here. We need the community folk to come out. And we need the Unwa community share. to come yeah. and re- help rebuild its train wreck. It's not my train wreck. Yeah. I got another train wreck. On the other side. On the yeah, other side. On the other side. <laughs> but I'm willing to, to do what I can. You guys right. are willing to do what you can to right. rebuild this community. Um, and I, I, I pray God's blessings on the work. So y'all get that Thursday. I think we're 5, five to, to 7.30, something like that. Mm-hmm. Thursday, so starting at 5. Dark. 
Say it again. So you can get home before dark. Oh, yeah. And y'all know how we do here at, at, at the corner. We try to have something for you to eat, something for you to drink, so to make sure you don't, if you don't have to go home, you don't have to go home. If you don't you know, want to, you can come straight here. Uh, but make sure that the community is here so y'all can start sharing this information right now. You can share this video right now because it gives you a little bit of a glimpse of what we're going to be talking about. She's not bringing half-step information. No. Dr. Blackman, I've known her for years. She don't half-step. She don't sugarcoat. She don't go around the back door. She come right at you. So make sure you share this information so the folk are here. I'm going to go ahead and sign off on the video real quick, and then we're about to sign off on the podcast uh, uh, real quick. So, yeah, so make sure that the community comes out. Uh, and that is one of the challenges that we have here is that we might be 30, 70, 20, 80 mm-hmm. community versus us's. And we're saying if we're going to be here for the community, then the community needs to come out. And well, don't the community make- has to learn that they can rely on you. You know, people mm-hmm. over the years come and go, come and go, come and go. So they don't get excited when somebody else shows up. But they need to know you're here for the duration. And you're here to work with whomever shows up. I, I, my saying is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with whoever the Lord sends. Mm-hmm. So if it's one, two, that's where we're gonna start. But the word goes back, man. They are still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're still coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They still care. Yeah. So just hang on. Just hang on. And but this, if, is, this is not this is not a this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. And if you are I'm of the you. mindset, well, me and mine are fine. It, you can't be fine. If there is someone in the community still hurting, still in need, then you can't be fine. Uh, raising our son, we wanted to have people come to our house because if we made sure his friends were fed, then. Mm-hmm. He was going. He had a better chance of mm. being okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not about oh, I don't want. You know, my, my kids aren't doing drugs, but I bet they know somebody that is, and yeah. they could be shot by some uh, owes the your drug man some money. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. It, we're all yeah. in this together. together. Yeah. We're all in this together. People who live in Carmel and Fishers thought none of this inner city stuff affected them until. Of course, now their, ch- their children are ordering drugs by phone and yeah. having it delivered out there. Yeah. And so the, 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 the violence is showing up out yeah. there. When I, it wasn't long after I'd moved to Indianapolis. Uh, brother and sister, I believe in Fishers, mm-hmm. ordered some weed. Um, and the guy who delivered it hogtied them and slit their throats. Mm-hmm. Okay? They didn't live in this neighborhood. They didn't live in any inner city neighborhood. But we are not separate from this. Yeah. People no. who come downtown to events are terrified of our children because they're afraid they're going to get shot or mugged. Okay, we're all in this city together. Right. Right. Okay? There's, you cannot build you a cannot, wall. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot. And keep us, keep out. our community. Or keep yeah. the problems out. Yeah. out. As, if, as if it's not going to affect, right. it's not really affecting you. And I think it was, uh, I've, I've raised this this comment up that Bob Osley had made, uh, one of our city county councilors, that if one person in our community is hurting, all of us are hurting. Yes, absolutely. And that's the mindset that we need to maintain, that this is, you know, the mayor's screaming, one city and all that. Well, if it's one city, then let's make sure that all areas of yes. our city get the attention, yes. the support uh, uh, that they need to, to thrive. Exactly. Uh, under the quote-unquote inalienable rights 
mm. that we have. Well, one of the, the major thrusts right now, my, uh, particularly for the Chamber of Commerce, is workforce development. Mm-hmm. There are 12,000 people in this community and babies being born every day. If you want to see your future workforce, it's there right it here. Yeah. Develop mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And especially since about 75% of people already have at least a high school education, mm-hmm. build on that. Right. Okay, we need people in the construction trades yesterday. Yeah. yeah we need yeah, millions sure. of people in the construction trades yesterday. Build on this workforce. Right. Yeah. Build on this workforce. Yeah, and I think, you know, and I'm going to say this too, I, I always kind of get into this part about this leadership piece that um, those who are stepping out and doing in communities like this, I think it's important that folk understand that when you can find someone who can advocate for your cause, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. support them, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Support them mm-hmm. because there's a lot of game plan going mm-hmm. on. There's a lot of money flowing through, and there are a mm-hmm, lot of people mm-hmm. profiting off of our inability to come together. And right. that's not new. Remember the struggles that Martin had. Uh-huh. People, some people said he was a troublemaker. Uh-huh. Some people said he wasn't um, aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had factions that sprang up. Yeah. You know, SNCC, we had the Panthers, yeah. we had the, 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 uh, the, the folks who followed Malcolm. Yeah. So it, it, this, is, this, is, this divisiveness is not new. And when it sounded as if one movement was going to get ahead of the other, they killed Malcolm, they killed King, they killed right. Kennedy. Right. Uh, but the movement continues. Yeah. Okay, We don't have one person that you can go kill off anymore. Mm-hmm. But this divisiveness is not new. And, oh, by the way, they killed off Jesus. Right. Yes. So if you're concerned about divisiveness and, you know, people not supporting you, you won't get anything done. you got to move on past that. And King is a good example of that. Good. That's good. Yeah. That's Just good. keep it moving. But they're trying to kill me now, and I won't go down. No. But I'll you're not struggling first. against flesh and blood. Oh, Ooh. yeah. You got that right. All right. Did you catch now. that? Oh, yeah. I okay. Spiritual wickedness. Yeah, in there's high somebody places. else that doesn't want these yeah. beautiful people. And that's clear to survive. That is clear. Oh yeah. I mean that is yeah. so obvious. Yeah. yeah. That it's amazing. And, yeah. and, and what's so and the deeper part is is that many of those people are of color. Yeah. Which is which is you don't know who has been. It, it's amazing. Who has been inhabited? Yeah. Uh, but it's you amazing. have the gift of discernment. And if you don't, please pray for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have it. We had a guy come in here last yeah. week. I don't know if y'all heard about the guy came in here last week. Brother, he was too smart for his own good, and he wanted to tell us all the things that we wasn't doing right. And, things. Yeah. and his last question was, well, who have, you, who have you helped? And I sent him in here to count signatures. <laughs> I said, start counting. I said, when you get done, come tell me. You know, and, and he almost... Actually, I almost got himself hurt because some people didn't really appreciate the, the, the spirit that he came with. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh, it just it, it does when you're doing work like this. It does make you go, you know, kind of like the little doll turning head sideways when. Like, oh, really? so that's Puppy. what Satan looks like. It's like uh-huh. it's interesting <laughs> that you would come and you know and quiz us about what we are and are not doing yeah. right yeah. in your estimation. So yeah. you know, but we're gonna survive. And, and we're we gonna, gonna thrive. thrive. Yeah. Yeah. See what yeah. I'm saying? Same mind. We're gonna thrive. Because yeah. that's what we do. All right, so I'm I'm gonna bow out. So I just wanna say thank you and so am personally I. Yeah, and so am I. for uh, your not only your friendship but your mentorship 
and your support over the years and whatever I was doing because yes. I've done a lot in seven years. <laughs> you are gifted. Uh, you are whatever gifted. I was doing, I want to thank you for that. Certainly thank you for your time and, and, and being here doing this and offering your continued support because yeah. mm-hmm. we will need it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to Thursday. Wonderful. And, Wonderful. That once and the emphasis will be on where do we go from here? Yes. We know what the problems are. Where do we go from here? So those of you who are saying, we talk about the problems all the time, uh, we expect to see you at 430. <laughs> on, on Don't beat us. Yes. Not meet us. Because we will be here from 5 to 730 discussing where do we go from here. Thank you, Dr. Blackman. My pleasure. Thank you, Pastor G. I know you both have other appointments. (laughs) This is your buddy, your friend, (laughs) Jr. signing out.